Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 79 about science education in Florida. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by Camp Spot. Camp Spot makes camping reservations easy with real-time pricing top-rated camping destinations and easy reservation systems there's no need to call campgrounds or wait for your booking to be accepted camp spot works directly with campground reservation systems and guarantees you're always getting the best deal visit florida. <laughs> where are we visit florida travel spot.com <laughs> yeah that's it florida travel pod.com slash camp spot to get started <laughs> All right, Christina, why are we doing this topic this week? So, I mean, honestly, I love science and I feel like there we go to all these places in, in Florida, you can travel all over the place and there's so many things that are, you know, education based all around Florida and you kind of miss out if you don't think about it that way. You miss out on the education part of it, you mean, or I mean, I guess, yeah, really looking at it as like, oh, I want to, I want to explore the the realm of science a little bit while I'm traveling. Where can I go? Or like if I have kids that are interested in these things, where can I go to expand? Because we all know reading something in a book is not as great as As living it it in person. Correct. So I I asked you this because I wanted this kind of tied into our Florida tip of the week. This was something I actually noticed that my son did when he went to Costa Rica, he started taking notes of what he was taking pictures of. Which is so amazing. He had in his in his notes app in his phone, um, or you could do this in a journal. If you've got young kids, you can encourage them to do this. But he had, you know, a regular camera, a regular DSL camera, and he would know the number of the picture and what it was because he was there on an exploration trip on a science style trip where he was learning all kinds of birds, all kinds of animals. And you don't always remember when you go back and you go, okay, what was that picture that I just took? Yeah, you think you're going to remember it in the moment. You don't. So he took, he wrote notes and hey, picture number 0469 was this type of animal. So I thought that was really smart. And, but you could do that with a journal and just take notes of, hey, at this date and time, like on my phone, maybe I take pictures with my phone, but... Tuesday at 11.20, I took a picture of this. So that leads me to whether you're traveling for um, science or you're traveling for exploration, don't forget your sunscreen. Because? You still get sunburned. <laughs> science. Science, exactly. Because science. Because science. So exploring for science is, it's a thing. Like you do things, you go to a, you go to like our first topic here is zoos. You go to a zoo, but you don't think of it as exploring for science. So when you're traveling through, especially somewhere like Florida, Florida is a very um, ecology heavy state, right? You know, there's a lot of ecology in Florida and, but it's also animals. It's also an an environment. It's a lot of science involved in Florida. So travel, traveling through Florida, thinking science, you can really expand on a trip to the zoo, right? Right. You're, so you're talking about, Hey, we might go to these attractions because they're some of the top attractions in Florida, but this is how we can turn it into a, a science experiment. Exactly. <laughs> experiment. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to go to the zoo is one thing, but to go to the zoo with the intention of, of actually 
exploring it for science is a is a different type of thing. For instance, in Tampa, they have it's it's called well, it used to be called Lowry Park. Now it's called Zoo Tampa at Lowry Park. It's my favorite zoo. I grew up in that area, so that was that was like our zoo. We took field trips there, and you know they are actually they often get rated in things like Parents Magazine as one of the best zoos in the country. It is an amazing zoo with a lot, and it's grown so much over the years. I mean, I. I specifically remember going there in middle school. So if it was that long ago, you know, it's been around for a while. It's changed a lot over the years. So they, of course, they do field trips. Um, But on top of field trips, they have regular, like, education events or homeschool days where you can do, um, you know, like a you sign up and you go. It's a field trip. Yeah. But it's like, but not with a school, you know, you're going as a, as a, um, just as a group, right. As a group. So, but they have seasonal events. They have things for Christmas and Halloween. So creatures of the night is one of their Halloween. I've I've been to their Halloween, uh, event and it is a lot of fun and it's not creepy at all. No creepy. See, we're done with the creepy now that, that That was the last episode. (laughs) Um, Christmas in the wild, they have a New Year's thing, but then they also have like wild adventures. So toddler Tuesdays, speakers of the wild, breakfast with the animals, you know, those are ways to experience that zoo, but it's not like, oh, I'm just going to go to the zoo and look at the exhibits. You get a little bit different of, of an experience. So here's what I like. You, you linked to their zoo field trips mm-hmm. and Uh, further down their page, they had an education activity guide and a zoo scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. These are not just for the kids as teachers. These are things that you can do on your own if you're just planning a trip there or if you are bringing, you know, a couple of kids together. You can bring these, you can download these guides. They're free to anyone. And they have, you know, animal fast facts. So you can teach the kids about birds or reptiles or mammals it's got all kinds of information here but then it tells you teach the kids oh we have a wallaroo station so you know page 11 in their guide you can say okay is this a living or a non-living thing does it you know what kind of things do we need to learn about to learn about the wallaroos if that's something that the kids are interested in and evaluating their understanding of these things helps bring that education. And it doesn't have to be circle. just the kids. It can be for anybody. Right. And it's yeah. a way for you to dig in just a little bit deeper to an area um, to learn some more and think of it as a as an, a whole science thing. So they, they also have zoo brews. Zoo brews, beer, wine. Oh, I've done that too. Yeah. That's fun there. Too. I mean, so yeah, we're not talking. So adult education happens here it's, as well. That's my and point. you get rewarded. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want the focus of this to be like, oh, it's only if you have kids or you're trying to homeschool. It's for everybody. Right. You just, if you dig a little, especially into an attraction like this, where it's a zoo or a specific, um, I can't think of another word other than attraction, but they always have some sort of curriculum guide to go along or educational resources for museums and stuff like that that involve more than just going and looking at the exhibits. You right. can do more that that digs in a little deeper. Most of these websites have an education link and they will have stuff like those scavenger hunts or additional curriculum to go along with going and experiencing the place itself. All right. And I'm looking at their scavenger, their scavenger hunt and you really do have to go to some 
some of the areas because I would not know the question of how far is it between the state of Florida and the continent of Africa. I wouldn't know that off the top of my head, but they tell me that I can find the answer on the big map in Safari Africa. So what a great, um, what a great date. Right. To take your date and do a scavenger hunt in the zoo. Right. Or, you know, if you do it at a, at a, on one of the special event nights. I love it. You know, like the nighttime zoo experience. What a great idea. I like that you did think outside of the box for education here as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, of course, that's in Tampa. Now, Central Florida has the zoo and botanical garden. Um, Same sort of thing, just different location with different animals, different events. Um, They have homeschool zoo adventures, nighttime adventures, family and adult programs. I mean, this is not... I, I can't emphasize this enough. This is not just about kids. And it's also not just about families. Like, you know, they they have a bat building workshop, a bat, a bat house building workshop. <laughs> okay. for wild glad zoo. you threw the house in there because I'm not building a bat. They have wild zoo art for families. They have wild photog- wildlife photography. What a great idea because there are a lot of people who would love to expand their photography skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the, with the homeschool zoo adventures, they're going to have things like that scavenger hunt or um, just where they have additional resources that you can use along with visiting the zoo. Um, they have homeschool classes in different age groups. So, And I thought this was kind of neat. They have age 5 to 8, 9 to 13, and then 13 to 17. So I have a 13-year-old who would not want to be in a class with nine-year-olds, but she would love being in the class with the older teens. But you might have a teenager who's 13 who wouldn't fit in well with a 17-year-old. Well, not only that, a lot of these homeschool programs or kids or programs for kids tend to leave out the teenagers. Yeah, they really do. So they don't always offer a lot of programs that are geared for 13 and up. So I think it's fantastic that they do have a program that's for 13 to 17. And they also on their website have a resources and activities link, um, you know, for for extra, I guess, curriculum. It's not really the best word, but extra ways to get more out of your visit. Um, So you can go in there, get enrichment activities um, and just add to your visit just a little bit more. And that's what my whole point behind this was, was to just dig in and explore just a little deeper than what um, you get just from visiting the park. And, and like you said, date nights, when they've got these visit, these nighttime zoo experiences, what a cool date night. Like I have never done a nighttime zoo experience. Have you? Well, yes, actually I have at the central Florida zoo. They offer a couple of things. They do like a sunset, um, day where it is, you know, um, beer and wine are served. And then they also have, uh, for the whole family, they have their, um, night of lights where they had all of these beautiful, Japanese garden style lights throughout the entire park. It was phenomenal. Mm. So highly recommend. The Central Florida Zoo has nighttime experiences. So they have a kids night out for a kids only event at the zoo, but they also have night hike at the zoo. So you can go on a nighttime hike and, and see the creatures after dark, a snooze at the zoo. So like a, a sleepover yes. at the zoo. How cool is that? Uh, so anyway, my my uh, my thoughts of, of zoos are that there's more to it than 
Just looking at the animals. Just looking at the animals. I like that. So Jacksonville Zoo, similar type thing, but they have Zoo Tots, the Stroller Safari, a homeschool Zoo Academy, Zoo Camps, Nature Newbies. <laughs> Nature Newbies, I, I know, like the name. I mean, it's it's there's something for everybody. Um, they have events there as well. Colossal Creatures is, is what's going on right now. Colossal Creatures. And uh, let me see, when does that end? Oh, that one's going to end really soon. So not not that. But you just check in and see what their special events are, special exhibits, and um, and then dig into their websites for stuff like you know their their learning um, link has um, at home activities that you can do, um, and then see this one's nature agents. Fun. Yeah, yeah that is a really great um, a really great list of activities, and you have Jack and. This, this one's is Jacksonville. A, this is the Jacksonville one mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, I mean, and and I just go to their homepage and look at their cute little rhinoceros with a pumpkin as well. Right. So you know, October is. I I, I think that some of the best um, the best things to do at, at a place like this or an attraction is to look at their special events for for something like October or upcoming Christmas and fall events because they put on special exhibits that make it. Oh, I got a. Vi- I've been to this zoo before. Well, have you been there for their Halloween? special or stuff their, or their christmas lights or, their, or yeah, yeah i exactly. think absolutely tanya yes christina where do you find unique gifts like something you just would never expect to buy or give to somebody that you like really need to find something cool for i really love looking on etsy for unique gifts yeah, I have definitely loved using Etsy in the past. I feel like they have the most um, vivid creators. They have there's a lot of meaning behind what they're making. They usually have created it out of their own heads, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is really Etsy is the number one marketplace for creators. Meaning you can find unique and one of a kind gifts all in one place. Did you know that on Etsy, you can use filters to find creators, um, especially if you want to find something particularly based out of Florida? Yes, you can find things that are made here in Florida. We've done that a couple of times, finding creators that make items that are specific to our fabulous Sunshine State. You can shop unique, shop local, and see all of your favorites at floridatravelpod.com slash Etsy. So another thing that I, I think, and we've, we've both done these before, like an eco tour. So for instance, like, you know, you did the bioluminescence, I did the bioluminescence eco tours like that, where you're, where you're doing something, but there's some that are really, really great. So, um, for instance, the St. John's river eco tour. Oh, fun. Right. So this is not just like, oh, I'm going to take a boat ride. You have a guide. Well, it's such an important area of Florida too. Of course. The St. John's river is our whole water table and revolves around St. John's river. Um, so St. John's River Eco Tours um, is a, it's an eco-friendly sightseeing tour. It's a boat cruise. It goes down the St. John's River. Um, and then they offer several different types of boat tours, exploring the river, observing the wildlife, experiencing a section of the St. John's River that is a little changed from the days when the earlier explorers visited there. But it's, it's just a way to do something exciting and fun, but also bring in a science ex- experience with it. I agree. 
Yeah, they have, they I have, agree. so that, remember we talked about the photography thing at the zoo. They have one that does, um, photo tours. Oh, I want to so do that. It's a 20 foot pontoon boat. Um, and it has a, you know, cover on it and, and it gives you a way for so you're photographers from the sun. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, it's a way for photographers to get out and take some pictures and, you know, you're, you're sort of in a close up experience where you're out there able to do those nice photographs that you wouldn't normally be able to get. Right. And someone can also say, okay, here's, you know, if you have like a DSLR or even if you have an iPhone, they are going to have like, Hey, set your settings to this for this type of photography, especially if they're out there, you know, instructing you on what's the best way to take these pictures. I know that's where I always struggle with my DSLRs. I don't know all the settings. And despite how often I research it and learn it, my son is learning better settings than I am. And he's taking phenomenal pictures with them. Um, so yeah, I, I've found that these eco tours are with having a, a guide on the, it's just like the airboat tours that we've talked about. They, they have an experience that you can't get from just going out and canoeing down yourself. They, Anything you can do with a guide. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's something that a lot of people don't necessarily look at. They think, oh, I don't want to pay extra for that, but it's worth it. It's worth the cost because like you said, you get the expertise, you find things that you didn't know that you, you didn't know that you didn't know. You didn't know that you didn't know. (laughs) That's, that is a quote from Tanya. Yes. Things you didn't know that you didn't know. Yeah. But you know, I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, so another one, um, is, this was Babcock Ranch Eco Tours. Um, so this one is a swamp buggy tour. Um, it's it's a ninety minute eco tour through Babcock Ranch. Um, you travel Where through, is Babcock Ranch? Babcock Ranch is in Punta Gorda. So okay. you're down um, on the west coast towards South Florida, like okay. down down in in South Florida, but it's on the west coast. So. Um, so this is a swamp buggy. So we have one of those here in, in Claremont, which is really kind of cool, but this one goes through a working cattle ranch. So that's a totally different kind of, you're not on a river, you're in a swamp, but it's going through a cattle ranch. You wander through the ecosystem there, um, and you get up close and personal with local wildlife, um. And I just thought that one was kind of cool because it's a little different than getting on the boat, yeah. right? Um, it looks like a school bus with wide open windows and you ride through. And I mean, it's almost like multiple types of ecosystems that you're traveling through. I think it is an old school bus. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it probably is. But it's got the tires on it that it gets you through the swamp waters nice. of South Florida. Perfect. They have a restaurant there. So um, they have a walking tour, too. Um, and then they have group and educational tours. Uh, so dig into something like that, give yourself an eco tour, but on a different, a different level. Well, and you know, we we're talking eco tours in a couple episodes, we just talked about wild Florida. And I really think too, wild Florida is kind of a whole eco tour, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you do have your, your airboat rides and your gator park and your drive through safari. There's so much to be learned, so much to be learned. I don't so much to learn there. I think you're on a roll with this episode. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> so um, there's also a photography tour um, that they do on the first Saturday of the month at 730 in the morning in this place. That's 
not the, golden hour. It's the opposite. And that's perfect. It's the animal golden hour. It like the is. animals are out. The animals are out, but you also have that really light diffused sunrise sun as well, which is perfect for that. On the flip side of that, though, they also have a night tour that's at 530, which is the golden hour, right? Yeah. So that's the two different ends of the spectrum. Now you have to Definitely take a look and see because the one is offered the first Saturday of the month at 730, but then the nighttime one is only offered the last Saturday of the month at 530. So make sure you're looking at that before totally. you, yeah, it's not just a, like, it doesn't do that one every day. <laughs> um, okay. So that's Punta Gorda. Um, I love the name of that place, Babcock Ranch. And then, and the idea that it's a ranch as opposed to, you know, like the Well, that tours. it's a working cattle ranch mm-hmm. too at that. So this is not just, you know, this is something that we talked about during one of our agritourism um, episodes. We talked about the fact that, you know, sometimes these ranches, they need to expand in order to stay afloat. So this is a great way to support their business. That's right. We did mention that when we were talking about the agritourism. Yeah. So another idea is an, a dolphin eco tour. Um, I am there for that, for sure. Dolphin eco tour. There's one in Fort Myers. You cruise around Fort Myers Beach, Lover's Key State Park, and the Estero Bay Aquatic Preserve. Get introduced to the local wildlife there. And of course, local wildlife is involved. The dolphins. dolphins. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A three-hour dolphin tour. It can. It, you can also add a short beach trip into that as a stop for, you know, can get out and get in the water, take a little dip. Um, this next part, Tanya, you are not allowed to listen to, so close your ears because <laughs> you can also look for some seashells to bring yes, home. perfect. And they have half-day and full-day tours there. So just another another option on the water, but dolphins as opposed to gators and egrets. Perfect. <laughs> Although I'm sure you do see lots of other types of animals, um, but the point is to get is to get to see the dolphins. To get the water. And get a little ocean swimming in and some seashells, but not for Tanya. <laughs> Everglades Day Safari. So I haven't done a whole lot of touring. I've done some, but not a whole lot of like touring, touring of the Everglades. I know you have. I have. It's been some time since I've been down there and I have done an airboat ride through the Everglades. We've gone into the National Park and walked some of the trails. We did it kind of as a on the way home from the Keys type of trip. So Mm -hmm. we haven't explored as much as, I mean, it's the Everglades. It's huge. There's there's a lot you can do to explore there. So this is really neat. Tell me about the day safaris. So the Everglades day safari is a naturalist guide day trip into the majestic Everglades. It has an, an airboat ride, a nature walk, mangrove wilderness. Mangroves are, you, you have to experience a mangrove once in your Florida visit. It is such a, how do you explain it? It's like a, it's like interwoven artistic nature you know there's actually, <laughs> branches yeah i mean it's all branches but it's like it's it's so artistic the it's way like that the they look. vines and bushes that grow alongside of the river but they create this um maze of yeah like ar- almost architectural maze architectural that's what it is because it's like it's like the roots of the tree are up above the ground and so they create this sort of like interwoven and you can actually go boat through them sometimes they're so big oh i kayak through yeah i've kayaked through some before i like that this site that you found has 
half day and full day adventures yep. too. So you don't have to commit a full day if you just want to get a taste of, you know, the reptiles and snakes and alligators and the Everglades ecosystem, which is, you know, unique in the United States. So one of the options when you do these tours is to do a lunch in, in the middle of well, the I'm, day. I'm there for food always. right? <laughs> the, and it's served in the tiny town of Everglades City. And yep. it's known for its seafood. So you can stop oh, here in the middle duh. and have a, a nice seafood lunch. Um, they have the big Cypress National Preserve there. So 720,000 acres. Do you even have any capacity of how much property that is? 720,000 acres. It's the lower half of Florida. Right. Yeah. Is, is all of the Everglades. I mean, even if it's not the national park, but the preserve, you've got... Um, Big Cypress Preserve down there as well. It's just there's so much land down there. They, again, you can't see it all. Right, right. So they have the Everglades Day Safari from Fort Lauderdale, and they also have the one from Fort Myers. Yeah, I think you have found some of these before. I feel mm-hmm. like you've mentioned Captain Bob. I have mentioned Captain Bob. Yep, he wasn't. That was like 2020 episode somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Did so. we do this in 2020? No, we didn't. It was we 20, did. 21. Was it 2020? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, this is this is going to round out our second year. Correct. That's amazing. Okay. So, moving on. We we have a lot more goodness gracious. Okay. You're um, good. Aquariums. So, another this is, you know, this can be attached to zoos too because some of these can be both um, science centers, aquariums, zoos. Um, the Clearwater Marine Aquarium we've mentioned before. And of course, that is the home of winter. Yeah. Winter well, it was the yeah. home of winter. No, I know, but, but it, I'll is nev- the it is the home of hope. It is the home of hope, but it will. Oh, to me, it will always be the home of winter. The cool thing about the Clearwater Marine Aquarium is, of course, that it's a rescued animals place, um, and they they have so many educational resources surrounding. Um, rescues and animal rehabilitation. And there's a lot of programs that they do that that center on those things. So if you're really looking for something, now this is in Clearwater, so it's on the west coast of Florida. Um, you can actually get on a boat there, take a boat tour. Um, I feel like the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, it, it is deceptively small. Correct. <laughs> but it is they offer so much. It's a small but mighty yeah, and and I just I love the fact that they have so many educational programs that are it's you know you don't get to see rehabilitation up close very often even you know we've got SeaWorld here in Orlando but you don't really get to go without doing behind the scenes right yeah right. you don't really get to see that a whole lot so they have a lot of educational um, programs that revolve around this stuff they have a marine academy career exploration program there. Um, and what else? They have the educational add-on program. So you can do like, a, um, it's like for, you know, for school age groups, but it's these add-on programs um, that f- basically if you're going to go do a program, it's like these additional things that you can make um, go on top of it for, for their. Um, now you didn't um, include the Florida aquarium on your list, but I do want to just bring them up a little bit as well because they're not all that far from the Clearwater Marine Aquarium because they're located in Tampa. And just like with all the zoos, they have a ton of educational resources. They're, you know, a really nice sized aquarium. But when we were talking about events, like they have coming up, um, 
when does this episode air? This episode airs after they have a rhythm and bruise by the bay, but they have a number of events as well. So this is not just for families as far as finding the education and the conservation resources uh, to learn a little bit more. Now we are in Orlando, so we have Discovery Cove here, um, which Discovery Cove, I have experienced a the whole, uh, I'll tell you what I've done in a second, but I <laughs> Discovery Cove is, is absolutely amazing. It is one of the, um, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's, it's expensive. So you got to go all in if you're going to do Discovery Cove to really make it worth it. They have the swim with the dolphins experience and the aviary where you can go in. Their aviary is ginormous and you bring in food and the, I mean, the birds just, they just go all over you. It's crazy. Um, they have the freshwater oasis, which um, it's a wading adventure. So you wade through the water. You get face-to-face encounters with otters. And, and oh, I love otters. <laughs> yeah. It's designed with a rainforest canopy. Oh. And it's above sparkling clear springs below. But the thing that I did, and this was the, I mean, you got to be in it to win it. It was the trainer for the day program. Oh. So with the trainer for the day program, we got to, we swam with the dolphins. We had an up close encounter with the dolphins. We got to, I got to like have them pull me along in the water. And that was, you know, our, we, we played with them, but then we also got to swim with them, which was really cool. Um, and we got to do stingray feeding. So you like, you know, tuck your thumb in, here's your fish and do the stingray <laughs> feeding. Um, and then we did a whole behind the scenes tour and that was where I got to hold the sloth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and then they have there in the trainer for the day program, they have the ray, the, the ray feeding, but they have the animal trek and then they have a shark swim. So now this is like an all day thing. It is. And, and, and even I just looked up for tickets because this is one of those, you know, premium oh, yeah. experiences, but included with your ticket is unlimited food and drink. Yes, this is true. And you, you get your wetsuit and snorkel gear as well. Yeah, you, and you trust me, you're going to want a wetsuit. Even <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, if you're talking springs, it's cold, right? Well, and they're, I mean, the dolphins swim in, in pretty chilly water. So um, it is, it was so worth it. It was a birthday present for me and I would not trade that experience for the world. My husband bought it for me for my birthday one year and surprised me. And it was, it's one of my most favorite memories in my whole life. And if you are a Florida resident, they do have Florida resident rates as well. I mean, you should expect to spend a lot of money, but you should also expect to leave with, I mean, it, it the experience, An incredible is, experience. Yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not comfortable. something you really don't get anywhere else. I nope. mean, you can do some swim with the dolphin experiences throughout either the state of Florida or in the Caribbean, but this has so much more to offer. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet. It's high on my bucket list as well to do just because you get to snorkel, you get to see the tropical birds. I'm, I'm excited about the otters now. Otters, right. Um, so the last thing that I have here on my list, which I've mentioned before, was the Cox Science Center in West Palm Beach. I have been here twice now, and it has an aquarium and a science center together. Um, the cool thing about the Cox Science Center is the classes that they offer. Um, and they also have this whole physics lab that is outside with a miniature golf course. It's kind of a great day experience. There's food there and stuff, but they also have um, these, they partner with local science things. So they have these STEM nights. There's a code experience where you do coding workshops. Oh, nice. um, 
And then there's this thing here called mousetrap car, where they make mini machines powered by mousetraps and physics. Fun. And then that's they a have great science experiment, no matter what age you are. I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you really want to experience something different, like adding science into your exploration really can change your your time and your like wherever you're visiting. If you think of it as a science thing, it's like they like. They have Lego robotics and engineering. I mean, it, that's super fun, even if you're an adult. So, Christina, where are you going? Oh, gosh. What are your top three out of this go list? Back to just after researching again and then remembering Discovery Cove, I want to go back and do trainer for a day at Discovery Cove. I would definitely like to do an eco tour, um, probably that Babcock Ranch eco tour. Yeah, that sounded like a lot of fun. And maybe some zip lining at the Central Florida Zoo. Oh, that's never that's never a disappointment. Right. For sure. I um I would want to do that dolphin eco tour that you found in yeah. Fort Myers. That sounds amazing. Mm. And then yeah, I Discovery Cove. It's just hands down. I need to do that one of these days. It's time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And what I thought I found this week was Yalpin Brothers Tea, which they make tea from the Yalpin holly plant. So it's naturally caffeinated, antioxidant rich, and doesn't contain tannin like other teas that have a bitter aftertaste. And they're located in Florida, which I think is pretty cool science-wise, awesome. right? Science, tea, tannins. <laughs> so you can find them at yelpinbrothers.com. All right, stay tuned to find out where we're going next week. Make sure you're following us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod, or you can check us out on our website at floridatravelpod.com. We always share our recent travels, pictures, videos, stories. And if you're seeing something that you have done that you want to share with us, or even something that you've experienced that we've talked about that we didn't mention, you can comment in on your social media um, and also give us some tips and, and ideas for some of the things that we haven't talked about. Or you can reach out to us at email. Hello at floridatravelpod.com. I'm, I'm skipping the emails lately. That's Apparently, <laughs> I noticed that. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash floridatravelpod. And if you support us, it really does allow us to dedicate more time and pay the bills, right? We'll <laughs> even say you some stickers we've got some really yes, cool travel pod stickers. stickers we've we've got whatever you want do you want a mug we've got it do you want stickers we've got it you want postcards yeah we got those too check out our levels <laughs> yeah absolutely you could really does help us dedicate more time to bring you the re the best content from the sunshine state next week christina we're drinking Oh, yeah, this episode is awesome. Tanya did some amazing, amazing stuff in this We're going to talk about some unique bars in Florida. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Bye.